Sorry about that. Looks like I uh, actually muted myself. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> My apologies. So we're getting started about five minutes late. So let's start it from the top. So welcome to the PR90 program. Sorry for the technical difficulties on my part. Apparently I muted myself, which is not a good thing if you're the speaker. I am Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud by putting in Frank Wellness, PR90, Frank Wellness Solutions for anti the Digit 4 Anti-Aging. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast, dial into 712-775-8972. I'm going to press for conference code 910022 to join us slide. I'm a teacher by trade, um, huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise. And I came into the TR90 program through the R90 program, and I won't go into that again this morning. That TR90 program, when you're first starting out, is your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, 30. Uh, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best. That's only because they want those supplements unloaded into your system. But if not, take them with your meals. Still works. I would say about 30% of the time I had to take them with my meals because I never knew when my meals were going to be. So better to take them than not. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. They will give you macronutrients, which are your fats, your proteins, your fibers, your um, carbohydrates, all the big chunk of, chunks of things in fruits and vegetables. Your micronutrients, which are your vitamins and minerals that you get from those fresh fruits and vegetables. And the last thing is fiber. And fiber is key in two ways, one of which is for satiety or that feeling of fullness. The other thing that fiber does for you is good digestive health. Guys need 45 grams of fiber. Ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber for that purpose. And the closer you get those fruits and vegetables, for the most part, to their source, the better off you are. Next, if you're eating fruits and vegetables, you'll want to exercise. Well, need moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week, 30 minutes a day. You can chunk it up in a 30-minute chunk, two 15-minute chunks, or three 10-minute chunks. Whatever suits your lifestyle and whatever gets you up and moving. Um, that is really key. And if you're exercising, well, you need to think about hydration. Baseline for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So, for example, if you weigh 100 pounds, start out at 50 ounces of water daily and then um, increase it if you're exercising heavily because if you're exercising heavily, you can lose a quart in an hour. So they recommend stopping every 15 minutes or so to drink eight ounces of fluids to get that hydration back on task. If you are feeling hungry, drink a glass of water first. It may be that dehydration is already setting in and it can hide itself as hunger. So do keep that in mind. And the last thing I personally recommend that I find helps me, but several other studies seem to back it up, is seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. And now sleep does a whole series of system resets while you're sleeping to set you up for um, success. So clears out toxins, stores memories, repairs muscles and tissues. It just does a multitude of things. And because you're in a good frame of mind, you actually make better decisions and that is all towards the good. So as I said, we're going to be jumping into the dark side of 
animal protein, and the information is coming from a book that's called Eat to Live by Joel Furman, F-U-H-R-M-A-N, and he's an MD. And so here we go. Fortunately, evidence from a massive series of scientific investigations has shown sunlight on the confusion for the China Project. So just in case you're wondering what I'm talking about. Um, there's a lot of things that go into some of these studies. The China Cornell Oxford Project, also known as the China Project, is the most comprehensive study on the connection between diet and disease in medical history. The New York Times called this investigation the grand tree of all epidemiological studies and the most comprehensive large study ever undertaken of the relationship between diet and the risk for developing disease. Spearheaded by T. Colin Campbell, PhD from Cornell, this study has made discoveries that turned the nutritional community upside down. And to the surprise of many, the China Project has revealed so many so-called nutritional facts as demonstrably false. For example, the answer to all of the nutri oh, we didn't do the nutrition quiz. Sorry about that. Um, and that quiz included, we need milk to get enough calcium to protect us against osteoporosis, a diet high in protein is healthy, <coughs> the best source of animal protein is, or protein is animal foods such as meat, chicken, eggs, fish, and dairy. Plant foods do not have complete protein. To get adequate protein from plant-based diet, you should combine certain foods to make sure you receive a complete complement of the necessary amino acids at each food, or at each meal, rather. And we can protect ourselves against cancer by switching to low-fat animal foods, such as chicken, fish, and skim milk by omitting red meat. I will tell you, all six of those are false, because the China Project actually um, showed them as being false. China has an ideal testing ground for this comprehensive project because people in one area of China ate a certain diet and people just a few hundred miles away have eaten a completely different diet. Unlike in the West where we all eat very similarly, rural China was a living laboratory for studying the complex relation between diet and disease. The China Project was valid because it studied populations with a full range of dietary possibilities, from a completely plant-based food diet to diets which included a significant amounts of animal foods. Adding small quantities of a variable is how scientists can best detect the risk or value of a dietary practice. It's the same principle as comparing non-smokers with those who smoke a half a pack a day to best observe the dangers of smoking. Comparing a 50 cigarette per day habit with a 60 cigarette day habit might not reveal, might not reveal much more additional damage than from those last 10 cigarettes. In China, people lived their entire lives in towns where they were born and rarely migrated. So the dietary effects that the researchers looked for were present for the subject's entire lives. Furthermore, as a result of significant regional differences in the way people ate, 
there were dramatic differences in the prevalence of disease from region to region. Cardiovascular disease rates varied 20-fold from one place to another, and certain cancer rates varied by several hundred-fold. In America, there is very little difference in the way we eat, therefore we do not see the hundredfold difference in cancer rates between one town and another. Fascinating findings were made in this study. The data showed huge differences in disease rates based on the amount of plant foods eaten and the availability of animal products. Researchers found that as the same amount of animal foods increased in the diet, even in relatively small increments, so did the emergence of cancers that are common in the West. Most cancers occurred in direct proportion to the quantity of animal foods consumed. In other words, an animal, as animal food consumption approached zero, cancer rates fell. Areas of the country with an extremely low Consumption of animal foods were virtually free of heart attacks and cancer. An analysis of the mortality data from 65 countries and 130 villages showed a significant association with animal protein intake, even at relatively low levels, and heart attacks, with a strong protection, protective effect from the consumption of green vegetables. All animal products are low or completely lacking in nutrients that protect us against cancer and heart attacks, which happen to be fiber, antioxidants, phytochemicals, folate, vitamin E, and plant proteins. They are rich in substances that scientific investigations have shown to be associated with cancer, heart disease incidence, which has saturated fat, cholesterol, Arachnidonic acid diets rich in animal protein also are associated with high blood pressure levels of the hormone IGF-1, which is a known risk factor for several types of cancer. The China Project showed a strong correlation between cancer and the amount of animal protein and not just animal fat consumed. Consumption of lean meats and poultry still showed a strong correlation with higher cancer incidence. These findings indicate that even low-fat animal foods, such as skinless white meat chicken, are implicated in certain cancers. And tomorrow we'll get into heart health, but it's not just the fat and the cholesterol. <coughs> At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live. One of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. This is Susan Mann for December 14, 2024, or 2023, rather. <coughs> Excuse me. Minuses are draining. Um, signing out. I welcome any thoughts or comments at the top of the, or as soon as I release this from um, mute. Hope you're having a great day. And if you get chance, get outside and enjoy some fresh air. <laughs> well, at least it waited until after I got off of the call. And as always, thank you to Frank and Brian Curry for keeping us te technically up to date and on top of things. He caught that I was had muted myself, and 
I was able to figure it out so that we could move forward with today's call. If there's no other thoughts or comments, I will be back again tomorrow. And as I said, we'll be talking about fat and cholesterol and animal proteins again. Have a great day. And if you wish to send me a text because you're one of my side people with questions or comments, you can do that to 503-502-4863. Let me know you're part of the TR Navy group, and I will be delighted to help you. Have a great day.